Hello, Ecclesia, and welcome to Reflections with Derek and Zechariah. This week, we are going to go over Zechariah's sermon. He did a great job. We're going to talk about some of the points that he made. Uh, the scripture we're going to read is from Ian's sermon a couple weeks ago, and that is 2 Corinthians 9, 6-9. Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. This is the word of the Lord. Zechariah, would you lead us in a short discussion? Yeah, for sure. Thanks, Derek. All right, so in the sermon on Sunday, I talked a bit about the idea of Christ both preaching the blessing and being the blessing. When we approached this Tuesday podcast, Derek brought up this uh, scripture passage out of 2 Corinthians for me in sermon a couple weeks ago. Let's think about blessing as presence in the context of this passage. The idea of God blessing abundantly in every good work. We should not go into life reaping sparingly, for the abundance of God's presence is far beyond our comprehension. Personally, I find it intensely beautiful that our blessing is far more abundant because it lies in Jesus, not some good fortune or happy day. Not only is our blessing infinitely abundant, but our good works can reflect that blessing, for it also comes out of the presence of God. I urge you to trust in God's courage and strength in your works, for it is through God that accomplishment occurs beyond our wildest dreams. So I talked a bit about um, my interactions in India and uh, uh, a man named Philip Prasad that mentored my father and uh, was one of the first experiences for me of what it means to be a Christian. So I talked about him um, being from India. He was born into the Dalit uh, caste, the lowest of the low and was given an opportunity to come to the United States, um, get a college degree, um, meet Jesus more than anything else. And then he decided to quit his job, uh, take his family and move to India so that he could preach the gospel to um, his, his family, his relatives, his people. He wasn't sure what would happen. He only knew that this is something that he needed to do, that he found Jesus and his people didn't know him. The reason that I bring up this story is that I wanted to give some encouragement about accomplishment occurring beyond our wildest dreams. He started that church, the Exodus Presbyterian Church in India, uh, about 100 miles north of Agra. I think he officially started the church about 1980. Today in 2020, the church is spread out throughout northern India and has over a million members. That's the kind of work that God does. Take a step in God's direction, and things can happen that you may never even dream of. So into this week, I kind of talked about at the end of my sermon about pondering how to experience the four Ps of blessing, both individually and communally. Derek, I was wondering if you had any ideas how we can better experience God's blessing in our lives, trusting in God to work beyond our wildest dreams, especially as we go into this week. 
Man, that's a incredible story from India. Um, and that's a, that's a great question too. How can we experience God's blessing in our lives? Um, man, it's hard because everyone kind of experiences God differently. Um, and, and of course, I'm not going to speak on God's behalf, right? I'm not going to say, oh, well, if you just read your Bible this way every day at 7 a.m. in the morning, God will definitely talk to you. <laughs> It'd be nice if it worked that way. But unfortunately, God is God and he works on his timing. Um, and, and we are people too. Like we all have our own individual ways of being in this world. Um, some of us can wake up at 7 a.m and read our Bibles and experience God's blessing. But there's some people who, when they wake up at 7 a.m., they feel like they want to die. <laughs> and it's just the worst time for them, and they can't do it. And it's not a very fruitful time. So it's, it's hard truth. to answer this question. And it's something that I think it comes to you the more you walk with the Lord, right? You kind of understand the rhythms that you enjoy and that um, works best for you. Um, and so I encourage, like, that takes self-reflection. It takes a lot of self-reflection in thinking about, you know, how does my schedule go? What are the best times for me to um, engage the Lord or, you know, wait on the Lord? Um, because, yeah, we at the end of the day, we're human, and we don't, we're not robots. It's not, I can't just pray to God and feel amazing and feel God's blessing. It takes, it takes work. It's, it's kind of like self-care. Mm. But if, if, the, if there's one kind of tip, one, uh, one universal thing that I can share, um, it's, it's the idea of preaching the gospel to ourselves. I, I picked this up when I was in high school. I, I don't really remember where I learned this, but I remember hearing it, and it, hearing it and it stuck with me because growing up as an evangelical, it was always, you know, we need to go out and preach the gospel to others, the good news of Jesus. And that's what you do as a Christian. Um, but there are times when we forget, we forget the realities of the gospel. You know, that we are beloved children of God. We are redeemed from our sin. The sins of the world have been overcome by Jesus. These things we forget on a daily basis. And when we're going our daily grind when we wake up at 7 a.m and life sucks you know th th those those are the things that we forget and so just as much as we need to preach the gospel to others i think it's important for us to preach it to ourselves at times mm -hmm. that is a way we can remember the blessings of god and be and tune our hearts to the ways that god is blessing us even when we might not feel it mm -hmm. or we're out of our rhythm yeah, I really appreciate that idea of preaching the gospel to yourself. Yeah, for sure. So so often when I was growing up, it was like, preach the gospel, like spread the gospel to other people. And oftentimes we don't take care to really learn the gospel for ourselves. We are in a relationship, a loving relationship with God. And relationships, you, you need to work on them <laughs> for yeah. better or for worse. They require conversation and time and other stuff. Yeah, and we forget that we are one of those people that the gospel was preached to, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So that, that's a yeah. great point. Amen, amen. Yeah. Well, on that note, I think Derek's going to pray us out, and then I'll, uh, I'll shoot a benediction, and we'll send you guys into the rest of your week. All right, let's pray. Lord God, we thank you for the blessings that you have given us. 
We thank you for your presence. We thank you for the people you have blessed us with. We thank you for the praise that we are able to express. And we thank you for your provision. God, would you fill us with your peace this week? Remind us of the ways in which you have blessed us. Tune our hearts to what you are doing in our lives. God, I pray that you would be with us this week as we encounter difficulty, temptation, and frustration. May you give us our daily bread. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. The benediction this week is chosen by Derek out of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 23 through 24. May the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely, and may your spirit and soul and body be kept sound and blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. As you go, may your week be filled with the grace and peace of our Lord until we meet again. Blessings. Blessings.